Great. We had five ripper questions on the SMS line today. You've certainly got into the swing of that uh, after last week, which is great. I will do my very best to be concise off the cuff, which, as my wife will know, is not my great spiritual gift. I'll do my very best to kind of rip through and uh, we can hopefully chat some more after the service. So who or what are the bruised reeds and faintly burning wicks described in verse 3? What is the application of this to our walk with Christ today? I think those verses in context are very much talking about the nature of this servant. So for someone who might be considering Christ, for example, it's a big thing as you kind of read the scriptures and and sit and listen to sermons like that to kind of slowly comprehend the holiness of God and the depths of our offence against him by uh, not worshipping and our sin. That can be quite a weighty thing, so you need to know the heart of the servant who brings this message and wants to call you home uh, in Christ is that gentle and compassionate one. That's very good. Similar application for Christians. Some, uh, some Christians particularly have a just, that, just the way they're wired feel the weight of their sin quite deeply and it weighs heavily on them. Again, the nature of Jesus and who he is should be an extraordinary comfort to you as you continue to turn back to him and trust in him uh, for your salvation. Uh, Second question, in Romans 3, 10 to 17, Paul tells us that man in his natural state does not and cannot seek God. In the light of this, how does an unsaved sinner consider uh, Jesus? Uh, Another great question. Uh, I think that passage and that whole section of Romans was very much what I had in mind, sort of towards the end of the sermon, maybe uh, after uh, you sent that text, when uh, I sort of made that same point in our own strength and hearts. We we can't do it uh, on our own. How someone comes to consider Jesus for the first time is through the work of God's servant as uh, he entrusts his people all over the world to kind of go out sharing this good news of Jesus. You consider Jesus as you read his word. It would be a great next step to sit down and read an account of Jesus' uh, life. We have some resources and training for Christians on how to do so so that you might uh, consider him. Uh, Yet that actual, uh, that the point that this passage is picking up and very much you see it across the Bible is again in our own strength, we can't do it. It's actually the servant's work, it's Jesus' work. So I often encourage people once they start to kind of get to that point, it's just to pray to him, to ask him. And we have all those great promises from Jesus, like those, you know, those who knock, the door will be open, those who seek will find. This is the nature of the servant and this is the servant's work. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a good thing to realise we can't do it in our own strength so that we might ask the one person that you can ask uh, to help with that. And uh, yes, uh, that's enabled uh, by the Spirit of God. Uh, Next question. Uh, What does it look like to worship God in our day-to-day lives? Uh, I think, (laughs) like, here's my kind of journey on this, kind of becoming a Christian in the adult years, trying to kind of work it all out. I initially thought, you know, maybe it's just a priority thing, you know, God first, you know, uh, relationship second, you know, work, you're just a kind of reordering, where I, w- I would say as time's gone on and I've sat under lots of good Bible teaching, it's really about making God the centre of all things, uh, so that our, our commitment, our love for Him, our, our work together towards His purposes and plans from this world is kind of 
it's central. It changes kind of everything. It changes uh, our affections, what we love, you know, as we consider our, you know, our work and our aspirations. That's all, that's all kind of um, thought of in the light of the most important thing uh, in life, uh, which is following and declaring uh, Christ together. It, um, our worship of God sort of extends to kind of how does this good news of Jesus and what God's done for us, how does that shape my relationships? How does it uh, shape my singleness if I'm single? How does it shape my marriage if I'm married? Like, it just deeply affects and kind of penetrates everything. It, it takes time, and I think it's kind of our life's work just kind of working out the application of the grace and mercy of God and, and what it means to have God central to us. But I would say it's really just about moving God to the centre and over time, through God's Word, through God's people, by the Spirit, learning to kind of think through that lens where God's glory and our worship of Him is central uh, to everything we do. And sorry, this is taking me a little while. We've, whoever set up this phone that it was just handed to me, I have to type the passcode that I only learnt 20 seconds in every time I look <laughs> uh, at it. Now, uh, uh, next question. Given that our culture no longer has a problem directly worshipping idols, Idols are a lot more subtle, and again, I kind of hinted to that in the sermon today. How are we to know when we've gone too far and turned a good thing into something that has become the object uh, of our worship? Uh, it's a great question, because actually it's a, it's a, it can be a very fine line. It can be easily disguised to others. It's really something that I think really God knows in the deep sort of recesses of our hearts uh, and motivations. So um, it, it, we can present to one another something that kind of sounds like it's God is central, God honouring, you know, as we think about a career decision or something like that. But it can really just be our own, um, <laughs> our own desires expressed with a, a wrapper of godliness uh, sort of around it. And you can think of that way about relationships, you know, all the things that we do. So I think, again, uh, prayer and the ongoing work of God's Spirit in our hearts, relationship with one another. I love it when people uh, actually come to me in advance of something and just, uh, or, you know, to their growth group or something like that. I'm just, I'm just really trying to think about, you know, this next job role or, you know, what we're doing with our housing or, you know, whatever it is. I, I really want to do what's kind of honouring and glorifying to God and actually listening to the answer and not just trying to drive to the appointed end and that you really want, just getting the kind of Christian tick of approval on the way, they, they, can, they can look um, uh, very similar. I think for time's sake, uh, I'm a little bit confused by this phone, and there's a few ones that have come in since, I don't know which is before and which after. I might stop there today, but hopefully that's given you some fuel for, for ongoing thought. I'll hand back to Kelly, thanks.